Blog Talk Radio.
are listening to Intuitively Speaking with me. I'm Bonnie Albers, and we all are all about intuitive and intuition and speaking. So I figured I'd change my name from Bonnie Albers on air, which we all know we are, to Intuitively Speaking. And today I have a guest. She isn't here yet. So we are going to Intuitively Speak with me. I have to tell you, we had a show last week with Jerry Humphreys, right from the UK. He's a spirit medium. He's a pet communicator. He's a person-centered counselor. He's all that and a bag of bananas. We also talked about the white room, which is all about where we go when we leave this planet. Or actually not that we leave the planet because now we are all leaving the planet to go to Mars, Venus, Pluto, from what I understand. But we leave this physical world. And it's really interesting because we all have different views of the white room. And everyone that I have talked to slightly has a different perspective. So I believe that we all know or have an idea of intuitively speaking, what happens when we go to the light and where we go and, and what we do and do we just disappear? Do we go up there and we're met with all our angels and we are met with our loved ones who have passed? Who's waiting for us? And once they're waiting for us, what do we do? Do we just stand there and hug and say, hey, let's go have coffee, which is what I would love to do? Or is there a mission, a purpose to when we leave, what we do next? It's all questions that a lot of us have. And there are so many answers and so many different theories. And remember, they are theories. Because even though we talk to the dead, we talk to people that are over there, uh, we all have a different journey. What's really interesting, and I am so blown away by this. Now, you all know I'm medical. So I I finally got Grey's Anatomy Season 17, which is I've been waiting for for a whole year. And what's really interesting about that, I mean, it's been going on for 17 years. How could it not be interesting? We're all involved in the characters. It's interesting because Nick Dreamy and Stevie were in this episode and they got old. Like, what happened? I still think I'm young. Anyway, really what's interesting is it's a year behind, so it was all about the pandemic and what happens in the hospitals. But the reason I'm talking about it right now is a big part of it is these people that are in limbo. They aren't dead, but they're not. They're physically here, but they're not here. So what happens? Where are you meeting anybody? You're not quite dead. You're on that ventilator. You're in between worlds. And they really got it. I mean, it was shocking. I don't know if they, for at least for me, I don't know if they consulted with someone who talks to the other side or whether it's just innately known by everybody. But If you watched last season, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because that's what we're talking about. She's on a ventilator, Gray, and she goes up and she's walking on a beach and she sees her McDreamy, which is a husband seasons ago that died, and she can't get to him. 
and she's looking at him, and she said, why can't I get to you, Derek? Why can't I? And he goes, because she's in the sand. It's a beautiful beach with beautiful rocks. And he looked at her and laughed and said, Meredith, the sand isn't real. It's up to you. So each time she's encountered one of the people who she's loved that's passed, they got very close. So she could even touch them and she asked them questions. She even got to talk to the people who were still alive that were in there caring for her, their higher selves. So it's really a cool concept. And I hope that everybody gets to watch it uh, because there's some real you know, if you can't take the hospital stuff because that actually happened, look at the metaphysical stuff that is written about when we're not here and not there. We haven't made that transition yet. Maybe it's not our time. Maybe that's not our plan yet. And we are being shown a different world. We're being shown the afterlife. What's really crazy, which I love, is that she says to her sister who passed, she said, uh, I don't understand why I don't know whether I'm staying or going. And her sister said, Meredith, it's up to you. You haven't decided yet. Uh, but we want to tell you something while you're still here. And she said, you waste a lot of time in grief and worrying and not moving forward in your life. You're always looking at the past, who you've lost. Your decisions are made on um, past behavior. She said, live for today. Look to the future. If we had had our life continue, that's the one thing we would tell people, that look to love. Don't look who you've loved. Don't look to see the tragedies. They had to happen. But look at how you can take your life without regret or remorse or sadness into carrying on with your life. It's a waste of time to wallow in negative thoughts or thinking that you could have done something or if we were here or what could you have done or I love this person and I can't love that person. It's a waste of time. So I love that that whole season. I'm still watching it. And she's still in the way station, by the way. I call it a way station. It's really not a way station. It's the station of uh, introspection. Like, hey, I see what I can have up there. And you actually see someone pass. And then they bring you back to the physical world. Meredith is talking to the guy and he sees his mom and he looks at her and she goes, aren't you going to go back? And he looked and said, no, Meredith, I'm staying here. And he ran towards his mother. And just as he said that the monitor in the hospital, he died. So it's really interesting. Whoever set those, uh, that in motion up. And we were just talking about that uh, before I even watched season 17 in the last two weeks about the white room what happens and it's so interesting to see it played out on television now I'm sure you all have your opinions I'm sure when you watch it you'll say wow but it is so close to what I feel happens that it's really scary for me anyway I just wanted to bring that up 
And I don't see my guests. I don't, and I'm going to pick up a 631 in just a second. But I do have to tell you, we're in the middle of a hurricane here. Well, it's not really a hurricane. It was a tropical storm. And so we don't have a lot of what's uh, really badly raining today. And I'm not sure that isn't why we have issues with people coming on. But anyway, I got into chat early, and I am not able to get into chat anymore. So if you're listening, chat is not up because I can't get it up. So I don't know if it's affected New York, where Blog Talk is originally from, or it's affecting Florida. I'm hoping when I pick you up, 631, you are still on. So 631, you are on with me. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hello. I'm Hi. Bonnie. Yeah, I'm in New York, with? too. How you doing today? I am doing fine, but you like everybody. The whole board cleared. the 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 chat is just going. It's trying to connect. So I'm not sure if it's my on my end or it's the whole Eastern Seaboard is having a lot of rain. What's going on up there? Um, well, I'm on Long Island. Uh, we just have a little rain right now, but we're supposed to get, um, you know tropical storms later on but so right maybe now that's up bad. the east coast okay yeah, well guess yeah. what you get me you get to talk to me so i just told oh. you all about what i was watching with gray's anatomy did you do you ever watch gray's anatomy i used to watch it years ago years ago but i i kind of understand what you're saying i haven't watched it but i was listening to what you were speaking about yeah, it's pretty Isn't cool. Isn't that crazy? Concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and I, yeah. I, go ahead. You don't know who's writing it. You know what I mean? Like you and I possibly would write that, but then you always right. think that people who are making movies or shows, what do they know? But actually, either they pulled it from someone, like they're writers, or they got someone in that feels that way. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's pretty cool. Um I saw a little clip of it, but I, I haven't watched it. But, um, I mean, like, I used to watch that years ago. But I, I de- definitely like the concept. Um, you know, what you're talking about, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, what is your concept? Tell me what you, since it is intuitively speaking, tell us what you feel. I know this is, you know, my show is going to be interactive always. So <laughs> what do you feel when we leave? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but, hey, you will not be the only one I do this to. So go ahead. Right. Oh, what do I think? I Well, I think that yeah. we uh, probably go through a review of our lives. Um, you know, I mean, once we're crossed over. Um, and that we meet our loved ones. And um, I don't think that we dwell on things. Um, we might have seen where maybe we would have done things differently. Um, but I think it's much loving and more compassion and where maybe if you have, you know, after your review, maybe you could actually maybe even correct things and help people maybe that maybe you didn't help here. Um I'm not sure, but I, I definitely know that things are not taken like they are here. I, I know we have to have much more compassion and love and see things differently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, well, the one thing I well, the one thing I forgot to tell you that they showed us there, too, on Grey's Anatomy was that, that you know, if you remember Mick Dreamy and Mick Steamy. Yeah. Mick Steamy, who right. I never thought either of them were Mick Dreamy or being Mick Steamy, but... They, he said that he keeps trying to, you know, he watches all the people he loves, 
and he keeps trying to whisper in their ear. And so Gray, you know, said, well, do they hear you? And he said, sometimes, sometimes, but they never give me credit for it. It's always they think about it because my voice is in their ear. Sometimes they listen and sometimes they don't. That's really cool. Right. I thought, too. Yeah. So tell yeah. me, I now you, was... yeah. tell, tell me what you want to know, because I know that you're, you're, you were chomping. I could feel it. You want to know something. What would you like to know? Well, uh, my mother just, uh, she passed about a, a year and three months ago. So I was wondering, mm-hmm. um, you know, how she's doing up there. I know she's around me a lot, and um, oh, yeah. I feel that she helps me. Um, yeah. Well, maybe that's why I said something about whispering in your ear, because I was not going to bring that up until you got on the phone. I don't believe in coincidences. And as soon as you brought up your mom, a bunch of white, a bunch of flowers came out. And it's really cool because they weren't normal flowers. They were, um, it wasn't like roses. It wasn't like, you know, daffodils, but they were, they were white flowers, but they looked like they only had like five petals, but they were long and they had like another color in them. So I don't know what flower, maybe it's a tiger lily that's white or they call it an African violet or something, but she's handing me, Mm -hmm. she's standing there handing them to you. And so to me, she is very eager to get a hold of you and she's letting you know that she is around you she is whispering in your ear because i'm hearing this from her and she's saying um let me hear just give me one second because she's talking to me she said that you were a really good girl but you didn't think you were is that true uh yeah i guess (laughs) well this is what she's saying she's saying that yeah She feels that you were a really good girl, but you didn't always think you were. Those are her exact words. And she Mm -hmm. wants you to know that um, when we're here on earth, good is relative. She always thought you were good. Um, And I'm not going to tell you you were a bad kid because that's not what she's showing me. But I feel (laughs) like you have some issues with how you were maybe with her or maybe uh, trying to help her, you felt you could do more. But she is saying to me that you are always a good girl. I don't use that term, so I know it's her. Um, Right. Give me a second. She said there's a holiday coming up that you're aware of. What holiday or, you know, a holiday could be an anniversary or a birthday. Is there something that is coming up for you that you're aware of? Um, well, uh, I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not trying. I can't really think off the top of my head what holiday is coming. Um, I well, know it's not a niece- holiday for it's- Right, it's not a holiday for us. It's a ho- meaning a birthday anniversary for you, for your family. It's not meaning like a, like July Fourth or, or anything like that. She's there's an anniversary coming up. An anniversary in the spirit world can be a birthday, <clears throat> or it can be a little. Yeah. I see the word anniversary. So she says you're aware of it. Is there something coming up within the next 30 to 60 days that will be like a birthday anniversary or because she says you're very aware of it? 
Um, well, my mother's birthday is in August, August 11th. Well, there you go. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. It's less than 30 days. And she wants you right. to know that uh, – was she allowed to have cake? Why do I get the feeling she wasn't? Um, well, she was diabetic, but um, she used to That's it. That's so. it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Go no further. I'm a nurse. So when she says, I can't have cake, doesn't mean she didn't. It means she can't have it. So she just right, wanted right. you to be aware of, she'd like you to have a piece of cake, even though, you know, you probably shouldn't have any either. But that's what she's kind of saying to me. So I am going to tell you that she wants you to know she'll be around. She loves you. And she talks in your ear. You don't always hear or always listen. But she does have a bunch of white flowers for you. And I don't know what these white flowers mean, but they aren't normal flowers. So she's screaming in my ear that they're either African violets, they're either African lilies, lilies, or what are those things? Oh, my gosh. Violets, lilies, but not violets. Anyway, I don't know what she's showing me, but they're not normal flowers. She wants you to know that she loves you. She is with you. Her birthday, please celebrate it. And she's happy. And she's out of pain. So there. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you very much, Bonnie. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. I'm going to move to the next caller. Thanks. All right. Okay. Okay. 707, you are on with me. I'm loving this. Hi. Good morning here on the West Coast. Hi. This is Kathleen. How are you doing? Oh, Kathleen, I couldn't ask for a better caller since I've been back on. I don't know if you're oh, Thank you. I missed you off the. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. And I miss you too. I have my normal callers, but I, I always feel like whatever happens, and I know that you'll find me. I, I you, know, we, you know, I'm trying to keep the show on. I still have issues here that. I don't, you know, I can't really promise when I'm going to be on, but I am going to try to keep the show on once a week. So you just have to, you know, you just have to uh, get my, yeah, or get my alerts. If you subscribe to my show, it'll tell you when I'm going to be on. But, you know, Kathleen, you're the the perfect person I wanted to tell you. Um, Did you hear about, I was talking, maybe you didn't about, you know, what Grey's Anatomy was about last last season yes I thought yes okay how do you feel about about what they showed you and really that's what we were talking about in our last show like how when you leave here your physical being what do you feel and who do you feel you'll encounter and did you feel that was a really good um perspective of what happens when you're in the in-between I thought the the way that they put that on was wonderful, and for yeah. many reasons. I mean, I kind of believe that's the way it goes, but I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what a wonderful time to show this because we've gone through the pandemic. A lot of people did not get funeral or closure, and so bringing that show to that level, I think, really helped a lot of people. I had quit watching it. I saw an episode that was like that, and boom, I went right back to watching it just because yeah. of the way that yeah. they did that. 
you know, um, I think it helped lift people a little bit. You know, we would get so caught up in how real this yeah. is, and we're supposed to get caught in, you know, up in how real absolutely. this is. But. Absolutely. But what really, I, what I really was... Go ahead. I'm just so excited that I'm talking. So I mean, I can talk over everybody. <laughs> you know how I am. No, no go about. ahead. I'm so excited. Uh, I no, I just want to ask you the one thing that caught me up, and I can't explain. I'm going to ask everyone that's on my show. You know, coming up until I decide what I believe. But she was on the beach. Do you remember? Were you watching? And she kept saying to Derek, uh-huh. "I can't get to you." And they kept saying, "But mm-hmm. the sand isn't real." So what do you right. feel like that meant? Well, because I think that we're living in an illusion that we're creating ourselves, which um, puts us in a situation of we really are responsible for what's going on in our life and how things are coming down. And not to t- take it take it seriously because we're, that's a learning curve for us. We're we're learning the emotions. We're learning what the new outcome could be. We learn how to make different choices. Um, You know, we learn how to get through a broken heart. And when I say get through it, because we never really get over it when we lose someone. So those are my thoughts on that. Well, let me ask the question. Did you see when she, which is interesting, and then I'll ask you what you want to ask me. Do you know, um, you, you, when she meets, you know, her sister that died and, of course, that McSteamy, McDreamy and everybody. She also met somebody that was crossing over right at that time. She didn't know because she, of course, is in a coma, which is uh, the one guy. And he was talking to her and telling her how wonderful it was that she, you know, they saw each other and everything. And she asked, what are you doing here? And he said he didn't really know. And then he saw his mom. She, she stayed on that beach. He saw his mom, and he said, my mom. And she goes, yeah, that's your mom. And he goes, mom, mom. And she was calling him just like the other, you know, McDreamy called her. And she turned around. She goes, are you going to stay? And he says, no, I'm not going to stay. Are you going to stay here or go go back? And he said, he looked at her, and he said, I don't know. And then he turned around and said, I'm going to stay. And he ran to his mom. And just then you see his monitor at the hospital, turn off, he died. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. Yeah. Right. And then the other one that Uh, I thought was interesting. Go ahead. What did you feel about that? Well, I just thought that uh, that those are possibilities right up until the end. I think Mm -hmm. you can make up your mind, you know. But I think it's kind of difficult for people on this side to watch that because They'll take that personally, and I don't think it's meant to be personally. And, you know, I believe so much that we don't have a choice. I believe that the choice is made for us, but we don't understand that. Like looking at that mother, when I looked at him, look at his mom, if I, you know, he just, I feel like we might have a couple outs in our life but I don't believe we have that choice. So when he looked at Meredith and said, I'm going to stay, it's because something in him knew that he wasn't going back. And I believe right. we don't have a choice yeah. with that. But that's only yeah. me, I mean, because I have to believe that, because otherwise why did everybody leave us, right? <laughs> exactly, you want to and I kind me? of think there's a contract, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And the other thing before I ask you your question 
The other thing was when she was talking to the people who were actually alive that were helping her, that was their higher selves, which we've never been shown in a TV show. Right. Which is really a And I'm very big on that. Yes, because we do talk to them that way, and... You know, it's kind of like it's it's a prayer for the people that we love, but I think that we can have access to their higher self. So whether yeah. it be true or not, it works for me. Uh, me you know, too. the conversation and, and, works. You know, yeah, and before I move on to your question, I just have to tell you that what reminded me of is the angelic telegraph. So when you have a problem yeah. with someone, I always say instead of, uh, being bitter and instead of really, you know, really not figuring out, and I've done this many times, I've used my angelic telegraph to go to that person who's being nasty, rude, mean, hateful, and I've asked them to uh, to please understand this is my, and soften up, and please don't do this. And it does work. I've done it with my kids. I've done it with people who are mean and bullies to them. And I feel like it does make a difference. So I always think of that angelic telegraph also. So now tell me what you want to ask me before before I get into too much in, involved in this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for that reminder. Um, I guess I just want to ask you if my son has something to say. I picked up his son um, for a summer vacation who's here, who's not right here, right this minute, but who's here. So I'm just wondering what my son might have to say for his son. Well, first of all, is your son, you know, the the thing about your son is the first thing he said to me is, Mom, do you not think I talk to my own son? So that means (laughs) to me that he's very, very... Well, that's what I was going to say. He's a little snarky, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean it in a good way. He's taking pride in the fact that, you know, I don't need you to talk to him. I can talk to him. But he knows that you are the only way he can talk to him, really. Um, But Mm -hmm. that's kind of what he's saying to me. He's around him all the time. He will not leave that son of his alone. He will watch him to the day he becomes a father is what he's telling me. And how old is his son? Fifteen. He just turned Yeah, 15. that's what I figured. Because I feel like he's 15, but they're showing him at seven or eight. What happened at seven or eight with that child? His dad passed when he was yeah. between six and seven. His dad yeah. passed. So, well, so that's what he's showing me and he's been with him ever since so you say he's 15 but your son is saying seven or eight so for him that child will not grow up for a while he'll be with him um he feels that uh he's hoping something in his life he won't repeat um he will not rep- he doesn't want his son to repeat something he did. Is there something your son did that he doesn't want? So he's working very hard and making sure his son does not do what he did. I don't know what that is, uh-huh. about, you know, because I I I think I know. I mean, it's the um okay. it's the being able to tell the whole truth. Yeah. 
So he said he's working very hard at uh, at making sure that his son doesn't repeat pattern behavior. You know what I'm going to tell you. Right. So he he. He's very much alive with him, meaning, well, he's very much dead alive with him because you know he's not here. Right, right, but, right. Um, he's very much, very much in his ear. He does everything he can. He will not leave this child for a very long time. And like he said, he won't leave till his son has a son. And he's hoping. Now, what I'm hearing really, which is interesting, is did he have that son when he was young? Uh, no, he was okay. Uh, thirty. Well, is that young? Okay. I don't know. No, 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 no. What he's showing me, so I'm gonna. He's gonna try to make sure that kid does not have a kid because he's showing me in the twenties. So he's trying to prevent him from doing something too early. So that might be what you can help with. <laughs> so I okay. don't know whether there's going to be a girl in his life that's going to get pregnant or there's a girl in his life that he's gaga for and he wants to marry her early. He's hoping that doesn't happen. He feels that the best thing for his son is to get on with his life and make something really great from his life. And that's what he'd like to see before he actually has his own son. So that's what he's saying. I will be there until he has a son. And then uh, I feel he'll have given him the skills that he needs to from above to take care of him. And and I'm hoping it's not in his mid-20s because that's what I keep feeling. So just keep his eye, well, you know, keep your eye on me. Your kids are kids. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say um, my son did get a girl pregnant when he was in his teens, but they're was okay. an abortion. So I think that's what he must okay. be fearful of. Yeah, that's what he's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, you know, I hear, whenever, I'm, like these are your messages, so I can only repeat what they're saying and hope you understand them. But when you hit the nose, I hear a click, meaning that's exactly okay. what it means. Don't, he doesn't want him to repeat that behavior. He doesn't want him to have a son too early. So that's good. Okay. And, he, and he's trying to uh, teach him that. And that's something you can help them with, too, um, because you also can say, make sure that, you know, I always said this, unlike my daughter, but I always said girls, nowadays, all they want is babies. They don't care who's the father, what do they do, and, you know, even if they have good jobs, yeah. bad jobs, no jobs. And you just have to make sure he's showing me that, that he makes the right choices at the right time, and the choices are made for um, different reasons than his father made them for, is what he's saying. Okay. So, okay. you know, the old saying, wrap it up. That's what he wants you yeah, to kidding. Keep, <laughs> keep telling him. Because he's at the age where he's probably, it's almost too late to tell him to wrap it up, but you need to keep saying wrap it up. Right. Does right. that make sense? Well, they've been kind of separated from the females because of the pandemic. So that's a new oh, yeah, beginning for them. Well, that's the, that's the, that's the thing. When they start to be able to go back, they're going to get hog wild. So maybe that's why he's trying I to tell me this for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? Oh my Thank God. you. You're welcome. I am so glad to talk to you. Come call us back. And I see Brenda on the phone now, so I'm going to pick Brenda up. But uh, is there anything else, Kathleen, that I can help you with? No, everything is fine. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Have a great day and enjoy your weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.
Okay, Brenda. Where have you Hi, been, Bonnie. girl? Hi. <laughs> How Hi. are you? Sorry, trying to doing. It's a crazy day. <laughs> well, honey, we all have them. And I, you know me, I can bloviate and talk as much as – I had the greatest – Actually, I was telling the greatest story, and had you been here, it would have been the same. It was about Grey's Anatomy, and it was about last year's. I, I just am starting to watch last year's episode, and it's all about the pandemic. But what mm-hmm. it showed, Brenda, and this is a question I'm going to ask you before we pick up 919, is it goes into the afterlife, which is amazing. Somebody must have consulted a medium. Go watch last years, I mean, I'm probably on episode 10 of, of uh, 17, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about these people on ventilators and them seeing the dead, you know, their loved ones because they're not past yet. And it's what sure. happens and what can happen. So I'm not going to repeat the whole 30, 20 minutes I did in the be- beginning. You can go listen to it. But what I'm going to ask you before we pick up that the next caller what do you feel happens? Like, do you feel when we split this place, <laughs> do you feel that, one, we have a choice, and two, is who do we see when we go up? Are we met by, like, big hands, angels? Do you think your loved ones are up there? And what did we do, just stand around and have coffee, or is there something we do? Well, I definitely feel loved ones. I mean, I can't even tell you how many I've you know, that have told me that. And, you know, the many um, hospice people I talk to that say they, that, you know, that their people are seeing their loved ones, you know, before they're, um, you know, right before they pass or whatever. So, um, yes, I absolutely believe your loved ones meet and your dogs and whoever else is on the other side that wants to come and meet you. So well, that's what I feel. What do you think happens? They just meet at the pearly gates and say, hey, we saw you. Bye. Do you feel like we go somewhere? We go with them? What's the theory of, you know, when we leave, do we, some people feel like we go right to a white room to heal. Some people feel we can create whatever we want. What do do you feel? And what are you going to do when you cross over? Well, I feel like you, you, it's kind of like a party. You know, you sit around, you you kind of learn from each other, and then you go about what your your mission is on the other side, what your job is going to be, going through your life review and, and what you need to do with that and classes and everything else, and then you have your life there. That's what I believe anyway. Well, honey, do we have and to take classes? I, I believe yes. I believe God has learning for us on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of blows my thing about the afterlife. But you know what's really interesting, <laughs> Brenda, is in the show they also show live people that they meet up there that they still can connect with through their higher self. Isn't that crazy? I totally believe that. Totally believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch it because you're going to be blown away. You know, it's on Netflix. Everybody, it's free. Um, and, and I know Kathleen watched the whole series. I'm, like, amazed, amazed at what they are showing for season 17. So anybody who uh, has never watched Grey's Anatomy, really, 
if you don't want to know the characters, because it's been 17 years, and I've missed a few in between, turn on the uh, 17, you know, uh, season 17, and start with that. It's all about the pandemic. And let me tell you, that's exactly what happened in the hospitals. It's almost exactly what happened. And when you look at what the afterlife for them looks like, it is really crazy. They must have had a, like, how come they didn't consult me? But anyway, Brenda. <laughs> and they didn't consult I mean, me I don't either. <laughs> Why didn't they call your show? <laughs> yeah, how lame is that? I mean, it's super lame. I hate that. All right, I'm going to pick up 919. 919, you are on with the best. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you. Um, my name is Sandra, and I have a question. Um, I am, my relationship is ending, and I am moving or having to move, needing to move, should I say. And I found a spot that really felt good. I, I finally found, because I was having trouble locating my new housing, and I drove past this place, and it was not ready or it didn't appear to be ready for rent just yet. So I reached out to the realtor and um, to see about getting a show, and she told me that, you know, how to apply, but it wasn't ready. So when I went to the site to do it, it's not available. So I'm just trying to figure out... Is that the space? Is this the place for me? Will it work out? I'm gonna let Brenda. Ta- I'm gonna let Brenda take it, but I need a couple questions answered for me at least first. Okay. First of all, okay. where are you? Where are you geographically? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Ellenwood, Georgia. Okay. And are you looking? for a complex to rent or you said the shell wasn't available. So a shell to me means you're going to buy, it's like a condo or are you talking no, apartment? It's, it's, a, it's a house that was for rent. I'm sorry. I meant to say the, okay. uh, the property. Because yeah, when you said, right, because I kept saying I don't see a shell and I don't see an apartment. So yeah. it's a house that you're looking to rent, correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And are you, do you work just, this is just a, a, because somebody's saying to ask you, do you work from home? Yes. Okay, so it doesn't matter where you live. Now I'm going to hand you over to Brenda. Brenda, and what is okay. your name again? Sandra, Sandra, S-A-N-D-R-A. Sandra. Sandra, mm-hmm. darling, I'm handing you over to Brenda, who has been really frazzled okay. today, so I don't know about her answer. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Hi, Sandra. Hi. Hi, Sandra. Um, what I feel is uh, I, I feel that it is the truth. This house isn't ready yet. So um, I would keep checking back because there is, I, feel the, I feel good for you with the house. But I also feel like don't put all your eggs in one basket. Keep looking. Um, but there is something with this house that is not ready yet. So whether the people are still there until like the first of the month or there need, and, and there needs to be some repairs done on the inside of the house mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's what it is. There, there's a lot of repair that need to be done and a lot of cleaning that needs to be done. I drove yeah. by and I saw that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like just keep checking back because you're going to be able to see it, and I would keep checking with the realtor or the owner, whoever the lease agent is. I would keep checking back with them and let let them know that you are 
you know, interested in that you tried to go through the proper channels that they told you to, but it's not letting you because of their glitch in their system that's saying it's not available. And that's interesting you say that because when I contacted the realtor, the agent today, she said that um, that someone else had applied and they only accept one application at a time. And I felt really down. And she was like, oh, no, 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 don't feel down. She said, it's just an application, which means it's not approved, but it's not ready yet either. So, Right. Keep trying. Okay. Keep okay. trying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I, I feel good, good with that house for good. you. Yeah. It felt so good. It felt so wonderful. Just driving up, even seeing the messing, well, I'm not going to mess it, but seeing where it needs to be cleaned up from the last person, it still felt so good. So, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank that, you. Keep, thank keep trying. Isn't that what do you crazy? think, Bonnie? Wait a minute. Was that crazy? Because if I walked up to a house, I mean, I'm the exact opposite. If I walk up to the house, I see anything i got to do. I'm like, nope, next house. But, you know, what I do believe is you're a feeler, Sandra. I'm not, you know, I'm just joking. But, you know, um, are you still with me? I don't feel. Yes, yes I'm here. I, don't, I, feel good about, I feel good about this house, too, because I told you I did not feel an apartment or a condo. So I feel good about the house. I do feel um, that, uh, are you isolated in that house? Because I feel there's nothing around it. Is there anything around it? Where I'm, where I'm interested in moving to, or where I am now. Where I am now, it has moved me out of the city, and I feel so isolated. Right. Okay, that's what I'm feeling. So this house will not allow you to be isolated, correct? No, no. It's actually is no. <laughs> that's another thing. It's closer to my friends, closer to my son and my daughter-in-law. It, it's just that's gonna why be a you love the house. that I mean. Yeah. Yes. That's why you love the house. And if you put your energy there, you know, uh, this is what they tell you. Now, do I do it? Most of the time I count on everyone else to do it. But they say (laughs) if there's something that you know your energy feels, and you're a feeler, honey. You feel all kinds of things. I believe you get messages, and you also know what's right. And you can run like heck when you don't. So I feel like if, yes. you, like if you meditate about this house and put your oh. energy there, then that energy will hold the space for you. So that's what you need that's to do. Beautiful. That's beautiful. That's just confirmation of what I was going to do. I was waiting for my last meeting, then I'm going down to the lake, and I'm just going to sit there, and I'm going to pray and meditate. And just... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And okay. you, you know, well, yeah, what you can say is this house is my my energy and the house of the this energy and the house are simpatico. We meet on great levels. Let my energy mm. fill the house with joy, happiness, love, and family, and let the house fill me with joy, energy, mm. happiness, and family. And then I believe that that house, I would keep checking, like uh, like Brenda said. Again, I would not put all your eggs in one basket. I don't believe that in real estate. But if that house is meant for mm-hmm. you and it really feels good, then it will be yours. Mm-hmm. If it's not, there will be something very close to that house that's going to open and very better. shortly. Yeah, and better. Yeah. That may not matter. Yeah. I just feel it. So do not be depressed or upset because... If this house is not meant for you, even though it's 
it, I feel it's right for you, but the timing might be mm-hmm. off. There's something that's going to mm-hmm. open up very close to this property, and you're going to say, oh, my God, since, I didn't ha- since this one you know, didn't work out, this one's even better. So either it's going okay. to be this house or it's going to be something that opens up. But do not, do not get uh, down because the, the decision hasn't been made yet. So put your energy in this house, okay? Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's just a blessing. You're welcome. Call the, well, You're welcome. Well, thank you. Let, let us know how it goes, okay? Okay, certainly. All right. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Oh my goodness, Brenda, you are so so sweet and so good. I just love you, you know. And but tell us about you. Can you I do. Our board's gonna been up and down today. I think it's because of the weather. Tell us what you've been up to, because we want to hear from you. What are you doing? What have you done any more shows? How, what's going on? And you're also a medical intuitive. So if you're a medical intuitive, I like everybody to understand that. Brenda's just not a psychic medium. She's a medical intuitive. She goes in through what's the problem you have, and she does all kinds of stuff. Remember, her email is ghost diggers. I mean, you know, come on. Ghost diggers does a whole lot of things. Tell us what your new endeavors have been in the last couple of weeks. Oh, gosh. I've been busy. It's been a busy time. Um, I've got a private event this weekend, and then uh, um, I work, uh, well, I read at a winery here on Lake Milton in Mm -hmm. um, Lake Milton, uh, close to Youngstown, Ohio. Um, So I'm I'm out and about, that's for sure. I just did a spot on a radio, or a TV show, actually. So um, they just sent me the video of that, so that's going to be on TV this weekend. So wow! We'll see what how that goes. What TV channel? Uh, it's on a local, a local channel, a local. Well, channel, that's okay. Local, yeah. So yeah, so kind of cool. To, it was yeah, I would love to see it. It is so cool. What did you do on there? What were they interviewing you about, or what were you bringing just, um, up or through? Uh, just. Uh, you know, it was just a very, it's a very quick, short, little interview, but um, it was fun, and I just did, you know, a little overview about me and what I do and all that kind of stuff. So, I yeah, love fun. that. So, well, so let me ask you, just because you're on, and I'm not going to pick up anybody because we don't have a whole lot of time, and my board is going crazy. So can you, unless somebody else calls in, they're calling and dropping, calling and dropping, and I don't understand this. So. For me, I'm lucky I got you on. But uh, so anybody out there, chat is not up. Do you see chat, Brenda? No, I was going to ask you about that. Why is it? I, I was trying chat, to find chat. I couldn't get in. It's, well, because that's probably why this board is going. It says, first I got in, then it says, um, you cannot connect. Please try again. And every time I try, it just spins. So I know it's either the, the, the storms going up the East Coast. And I know that um, I know that we're having bad thunderstorms, so you just don't know what's out there. I'm lucky we got on. But uh, let me ask you a question: Do you feel anything with me? So now you can, you know, my birthday's coming up, so you can do you can do me. Ah, oh, happy birthday! When's your birthday? Well, my When's birthday, your birthday? Well, you know, I'm going to my birthday is the 14th of July, and you oh, do know you that won't I'm going be here. to. You're going to be out of state. No, I won't. I am oh. going to be out of state. 
I'm going to be in with my husband, you know, he's getting his 12 week check. So, and then I, and then I'll be home two weeks and then I go away again. So, uh, you know, do you, do you want to, um, is there anything, any, any, anything that you would like to partake? Although I can ask you, I, you know, I, I, you and I talk, so I don't have to ask you any questions, but do you feel, if you do medical intuitive, can, do you feel anything medically? With you? I just want to show people how you work. Yeah. Um, I feel still a lot of healing going on with you. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of healing. Um, still um, through your chest area, lots of healing. And I don't know why I'm going to your stomach and your lower stomach, like female bladder, something like that. So make sure you're drinking enough water and taking care of that if, if anything crops up there. So I do want to tell you a little quick thing, and then I'll go into more detail with you privately, but uh, I feel good with you. I feel like you're – I feel good with everything about you. I think you're going to be having fun on your trips, and everything's going to go well on the trips. So Thank you. I love that. Is there anything – oh, well. Two things I want to say really quickly. You were talking about that uh, that show – and, you know, um, Grey's Anatomy and the Afterlife, I'm reading a book, and I can't, it's not here with me, um, and I can't for the life of me remember the name. So the next time I'm on, I'll give the name of the book. But it's written by a doctor, and he he became a hospice doctor, and he yeah. addresses all that kind of stuff. And it is so interesting, and it's all stories about that sort of thing. So it's it's an amazing well, book, and it's written by a doctor, and it's it's amazing. Oh uh, well, you know, then I'm going to believe it. No, I'm kidding. But yes, of course I will. I definitely want you to bring that book, and let's talk about it. I'll read it, you read it, and then we can bring it to the audience. But I am going to pick oh, up awesome. another caller. Four oh eight. You've got about five minutes, which means question, please. If you want to talk about what we were talking about, just keep it brief because we want you to get your question in. So four oh eight, you are on. Hello, hello. hello. <clears throat> Hi, how are you doing? Hi. I'm doing oh. fabulous. How are you doing? Fabulous. Oh, my goodness. You've really taken it to another level. Well, that's good. I'm doing, ama- <laughs> well, you I'm know, doing I do, amazing. I do, huh? You know, I might not be telling the truth. That's the only problem you have with me. Well, I'm telling the truth, and I'm doing amazing and wonderful <laughs> at the very same time, and that should blow your mind. Oh, I love it. That's blowing But Bonnie mind. always so takes it to another yeah. level. Bonnie, you always <laughs> take it to another level. <laughs> where 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 does all this where does all this where do you find where does all this memory come from? Does it come from your mind or your brain? Where does it come from? Oh, that's a question you'll have to ask my higher self. <laughs> because I couldn't tell you where it all comes from. I know it's downloaded from somewhere. So, and I don't know but, why, but I remember somebody saying, "You don't have one person that's downloading, Bonnie. You have a village." Because that's how much it takes for you to one concentrate and two to give the answers. So there you go. So it would, you would say it comes from your mind, obviously, but all, all this memory comes from your mind. Well, that's true, and there's a lot of memory there, but just remember this. One cell, one little tiny cell from your body has more memory than your mind. So if we go take a look oh, at Oh, maybe it comes this, to my heart. 
Huh? Maybe it comes from my heart because that has a lot of cells in it. Well, your heart. Well, that's your heart. It just makes two sounds, right? Thump thump, thump thump, thump thump. Yeah, but they're important. Okay. Well, that's your heart. It supplies blood blood to to your body. But um, what about what about in your in your mind? You know, um, what about the where 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 there's where where the bedrock is where you start from. You know, I've got a theory about that. So you only have three minutes, so you need to ask and you need to call us back. But the thing is that I believe your mind is encased by bone. And so for me, the higher self or spirit, or it's coming from not my physical self. So my mind only holds the memory that I need or want or that they're putting in me. But my real, real everything doesn't come from my physical body. So there you go, if you're going to ask me. Well, there it is. There it is, because that's so, the universe. And if your identity is in yeah. the universe, then everything is possible, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm coming from, baby. So go ahead and ask us a question so I don't feel bad. Go ahead. So uh, I, don't know, I don't know what you guys are into, but uh, I'm just here to just share a little and then see what people think. I have a lot of people that can't appraise me properly, so I get all these inaccurate appraisals i was hoping maybe you guys could help out what's your first name craig craig go ahead bonnie okay so craig i'm going to tell you this you're not going to love it then i'll let brenda tell you the really nice stuff first of all craig (laughs) when you open yourself like that darling Okay. What you're asking us is take a universal approach. And, you know, the universe has a million answers. So for me to answer in two minutes, you're not doing me a service and I'm not doing you one. So if you want to know something and you want to say, well, what is my, what is my, you know, I'm not happy in my job or I am this, do you see anything for me? Or I can't love or I need a love or I need to know about this. I can answer in a few seconds because I get the download. If you're going to ask me for a download like you're asking, it's an hour or two hour reading, which I can do, but you know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to find me and you have to pay for one of us. So the thing is, you don't want to do that on the show. What you want to do is let us help you by you bringing, and the reason why I feel you do this, and we're going to go into overtime, and if Brenda can stay on, that's okay. But the reason you do this is you really are struggling with the answers, and you don't show it because you, you come off very, and I love this, very self-confident, really cool and sweet and really nice and knowing but the truth of the matter is you struggle with those answers and you don't want anybody to really know who you are because you're afraid to really look at it and you can tell me that I'm wrong but I'm going to tell you that I don't believe you and I will have to believe my guides who's showing me this but the answers that you're looking for you evade, and that's because you're not sure if you can handle them. Now, why they're telling me that, I don't know. So I don't know if there's some loss in your life or there's something that you're struggling with. But what they're saying is you put a really big wall of, of I mean, I could see through the wall. So it's, it, 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 it's more or less you want people in. You just don't want them that close because otherwise you're afraid they'll really see who you are. And who you are is beautiful. 
So it's not that, but it's you, you're protecting yourself really from them. So um, if you want to ask a question, or Brenda, do you have anything to add to that? But I can't answer you anything that I see for you because that's what I see you as. Well, I do have something to add to that. Um, Craig, if you have not, speaking of books, if you have not written a book or several books, you need to write. You are a writer. You have many, many ideas in that head of yours. And you need to get it out, and you need to get it down on paper. You are extremely gifted, and mm-hmm. you are surrounded by a lot of good guides, angels, whoever it is that you believe in, you trust. Mm-hmm. And you need to trust and let them guide you to these book deals and these books. And um, I don't know if you teach because I see you teaching, I mean, you're, you're all-encompassing, but lots of ideas that you have going through that head yeah. of yours. Does that make sense to you? <clears throat> well, in a sense, it does on one hand. But on the other hand, it doesn't. Because on the other hand, I never got to experience what most people experience, which is living their life on the left side of the brain. I had a traumatic head injury, um, mm-hmm. so that was in a coma. I got hit on the left side of my head, and so I didn't get to experience that. Um, my life took a different turn, not because I chose to, but, well, I guess in a way you would have to say that, you know, everybody has to take responsibility for their actions, right? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well sadly, you know, in my case, it wasn't didn't, didn't quite work out the way that someone would expect, you know. So I ended up spending the... Um, you know, I'm a three-time loser. I've spent, you know, 17 years behind the walls of prison. So I grew up in that lifestyle. And when I had my spiritual illumination in 1999, everything changed for me. Um, yeah. You know, but like I said, you know, it's been a journey. Yes, of course. And I, I don't write no books or anything. I'm just, I'm just well, barely even to. making it. You know, I'm just barely even just, like, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life, you know. I mean, I'm up against a lot of stuff that I that most people don't understand what I do. So, for me, it's hard to have a relationship with people like that. And so, I do. I open the door to my heart all the time, you know. It's not like I don't. I do open myself up to people so they can see themselves in love. So, I have no problem with that. Well, you think that. I mean, I hate to say this. You think that. That's really, or you feel that, but you're actually. I'm well, saying so about prote- feelings. It's you, about knowing. Yeah, I, well, I know. I, I, see see, I know. I, I don't mean, speak I from see what you. I think or how I feel or anything. I've already examined my feelings in light of the mm-hmm. truth, which is what I'm speaking about. I'm not. I have no issue. So let me ask you a question. If that's the truth, why are you not doing okay. what we're saying? Why are you not finding that? And well, why aren't you in I, love? Because I, I don't want. I've learned that when I try to do things, if I try to make something happen, like if I try to um, say this is what's going to happen, you know, I find that something completely different happens because because my identity is in the universe. Remember. So mm-hmm. everything is possible for me. So if I try to, if I try to, to implement something, then I'm just <laughs> I, 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 I need I need a little bit more work, I suppose. But Craig, I if you are being led, 
if you are being led to do what the universe wants you to do, you're not going to be stopped. Well, that's, why, going that's, call, right. that's why I called in. That's why I called in, too. Is another part of the reason why nothing happens just by chance. There's always a reason why things happen. <clears throat> as as yeah. silly as it is, as silly as me calling in is very silly to me, but, you know, I don't really have a problem with it, so I can do whatever I want to do. If that's what I choose to do, then I'm going to do that, and that's what I did. So I don't have any problems. I'm just listening to what you're saying, and I do appreciate your words. Oh, so. I, we, we think you're wonderful. See, the difference is, first of all, I'm going to tell you that people choose. I'm going to hear I'm, my ego is going to hit you, but people choose <laughs> to call in to me, <laughs> and they don't just <laughs> passively call because, they that you know, it's okay. It's okay to call me because I'm okay, and this is a great show. But the, the whole reason that you did were led here, and then I've got to, I've got some, uh, I've got to go, and you're going to have to call back. Is that we try to help people see themselves, and I see you and what you are, but you are really, you're coming across the way that we all want you to. I could see it. I love everything you're saying, but you're not actually being it and that's what they're showing me with the glass i can see you and you can see out but you're not letting Mm -hmm. what you're saying you are in so for me i love that but you it's you're not a three-time loser you're a one-time winner because you see what you (laughs) did was probably not something you should have Okay, so we're not going to talk loser. We're going to talk winner. So now that you've got your life back, hopefully, you can then take Uh that to a different level. Right-brained are wonderful, creative, fabulous, and awesome people. If you were in an accident, then you know you hit spirit. Okay, spirit would have, you would have then become, lots of people have accidents, especially brain injuries, Uh and they all of a sudden wake up. They see the world. They see the universe. They see beyond. They see spirit. Yeah. And there's a lot, yeah. the reason why you can do that is so that you know that there's something else out there, that this wasn't happen chance, that maybe this life, this is what you were supposed to have done to be able to get to maybe people to teach them what you've learned. So I don't feel that there's a waste of life. What I feel is the waste of life comes when you don't see it. So... Yeah. If you can't write a book, because well, I can't you don't even, write. Like, everybody goes, you, yeah, you, you I'm, can, I'm you got to rock it into a and microphone. You got to write. I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I never claim that I'm, I, I never go around claiming that I'm something, you know, I don't want to, I, I don't, I would never do that. You know, I never say I'm this or that. I, I, I only can say what I am. That's it. I don't, I don't go outside of that. But. So if you, uh, if you can't write, speak. Because well, you're an articulate that, yeah. speaker. You're an articulate yes, you speaker. Are. Somewhat. Depends on who you talk to. Oh, I try to rattle your chain. I try to rattle. See, I'm really good at what I do, and I tried to rattle your chain several <laughs> times, and you did not get rattled. Therefore, you can speak well. You can read and talk and teach just by speaking. And if you don't, you can get a app on your phone to start talking, and then you can get somebody to transcribe it you can you can you just print it out and send it to amazon and publish it yourself or just teach just start seminars online on your own start a website for people 
a blog, anything that will get your voice yeah. heard. Um, we oh. have a friend that's on the show. He's, he, he wrote a book. It took him how many years? Uh, you know, um, Fabio from uh, Brenda from, um, oh, from, where is he from? Australia. It took him so many oh. years, and he finally got someone to publish his book, and now it's going wild that he, he feels it's going to go wild. He finally. So stop, don't give up. <laughs> don't say you can't. I can't. You yeah. know, I'm never going to write a book, and everybody says I am. It's not going to happen. But I, have, <laughs> I can speak. Okay? Find an avenue you can do and use it. Well, that's, this, is, this, is, this is part of it right here. This, this, this calling in places like this is part of what I was stepping out. I, I felt I was stepping up, making a big step by doing this. So to me, I this am. Is a big I think step. it's a great step. Hey, listen, so, you know, to be on my okay. show, you took a big step because there's about 100,000 people that will hear you. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's, that's a lot of yeah. people then. You so didn't call us, that's pretty interesting. You, yeah, you didn't call, you didn't call us a, a little tiny show. You called the show. Just remember that. Oh, well, you know, I'm surprised. Sometimes I do things and I don't even know what I'm doing until later. And I go, look what you just did. And I think, oh, my goodness, I, didn't, I had no idea. And I like it like that, so that's okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Brenda one last time, and then I've got we're we're off the air, so this is just us okay. being here. So Brenda, that's do you fine, have any yeah. other uh, anything else you would like to say before I've got to go? I've got you know you know did I tell you that I have a two hour show now? I really thought it was only an hour, but I didn't put it up for that. That's why we have this time, just a little bit. But I've got to go. Oh, okay. So can you, All right. I wondered. I thought it was just an me? hour. Um, yeah, yeah, Craig, I just want to say follow your dream. And it doesn't matter, you know, it, where you were, it matters where you are and where you're going. So yeah. the yeah. one thing that I want to say is how many people you will help by telling your story, telling your life, right. what happened to you, how you got there, how you got here. That helps so many people, and that's how I feel about you. You're very articulate. Yeah. You you are wonderful at speaking, and if you have a pen and paper, you can start writing your book because all these little thoughts that you have and everything uh-huh. that you've said to us today is part of your book. So uh-huh. just know that you don't have to think of, uh, you know, Harry Potter type, you know, volumes. Just think of your life. Think of what you would like to tell people or what you think people would like to hear because your story helps a lot of people. That's what I feel. Yeah, that's beautiful. Go on to the youth places. Who, you know, the youth places. Uh, uh, what is that called? 4-H. Tell them you're a speaker. Put a speaking page together about what's happened to your life and how you know you don't want, you know, yeah. how you could have changed it or what took you forward. Start talking. Start. You can do that. It might be free, but you know, at this point, but you might understand. Uh, how you can help others and give back to others from the experience you had. I don't have to repeat what Brenda said. She's actually but if you right. start if you start speaking before you write your book, people are going to be asking you, "Did you write? Is this written down anywhere? Did you write this?" So make sure you get a little, even if it's a pamphlet. You know, here's you yeah. know Craig I, speaking on his life, and and this is I him. threw away you know, all my all my notes. I wrote notes. I had so many notes that I just thought maybe there'd be a fire hazard. So I had, 
I, I, I threw away a lot of my notes, and I should have kept them now that I think about it. I should have kept them. I have a couple left, but, um, yeah. Well, I got keep those. Expand on those. So I have to <laughs> yeah. start over again, I guess. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'll be yeah, on next week. Great. Give us a call. Give us a call. By the way, this is recorded, so you can go into Blog Talk Radio at this date and press archives, and you can hear yourself. You don't really have to oh, write no. this down, but you can keep going back and hearing it. But Brenda, I love oh. you, honey, and and have a I great day, too. Craig. It was it was our pleasure to speak with you. You know now what you should do, and if you need to call back, I've, I'm on once a week, so give us a call, okay? Well, I might I might, I might have to call you back for some help. So <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is good stuff. Thank you so much. I appreciate. Yeah. And I got a great welcome, Craig. from all of it. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye, Craig. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.